Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Sports for Dummies podcast. This is the perfect podcast for you, whether you know everything about sport or you know absolutely nothing. Each week I'm joined by Lewis Pierce, our resident sports guru, who gives us all the details about the latest sport news. Some you know, some you won't know. And we have a little dive into all of them. Lewis, how are you, my love? Hope, that was a great intro. I'm very good, thank you. I'm right, just busy with uni. Busy as always, life's ticking along, nearly there. You know what annoyed me today, Hope, right? This is something that I will announce. I don't know if any listeners like the 1975. Tried to get tickets for them. I had my laptop, my phone, and my iPad all on the go, right? So you know how you get put in a queue in Ticketmaster and it says, you know, your excellent person, right, okay. So I had 4,000 people in front of me and I'm going, okay, I'm nailed on here for tickets. There's quite a few, but you're going, let's say on average, two people. It's a 40,000 capacity as well, 40,000 venue. You're going, okay, so let's say two two tickets on average per person in front of me. So that's 8,000 tickets, right, gone. So I'm going, surely, I get on there literally within four minutes and they're all gone. I was absolutely, I sat through the pre-sale yesterday. I sat through, I was fuming. Anyway, it's all right. How are you? (laughs) So that's a bit like the Beyonce tickets everyone was crying about last week. Do you know what, though? In fairness, they were even worse because people there were like, you know, 198,000 in the queue, which is just absolutely absolutely stupid. But anyway, it's okay. I will get there. Don't you worry. I always find a way for gigs. I will get there somehow. There will be a way I will get there. (laughs) One way or another. I'm going to get, yeah, exactly. I'm going to get there, get there. I'm okay. This week I've been a bit poorly. Um, I had a cold, but it like literally took the wind out my sails. Um, I had to cancel work and everything. But I'm feeling a bit better today. I've just got a bit of a cough. Um, and I'm clearly very greasy because I've got loads of face creams on because I'm starting off my glam because tonight I'm going to London Fashion Show Celebrity Gala and Awards Night. Wow. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a gown. And how, what are you doing there? Are you presenting? Are you, yeah, what's going on? No, I'm just going as a, my friend, basically my friend Dylan, who I work with, he's launched a new business called Story Locker. Um, and I'm involved in that and I've helped him kind of build it from the ground up. So we're going to go there and hopefully get some celebrities on board. So we've got th- business cards. I'm going to have some champers, I'm sure. That's. I thought you were going to say, no, I'm going as the celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do right. 
Yeah, def- definitely you, you can call yourself that um i mean the dress i'm wearing is my prom dress from when i was 16 um and is it and it fits still fits my body hasn't changed wow there you go Te- uh, what's that nine how many years 10, ten years 10, ten years, years there you go so i've had it dry cleaned i'm, I'm okay. looking forward to getting glamorous tonight so i've got to do this drive to london because all the trains are screwed again this weekend oh yeah of course that, loads um, of fun yeah so i'm feeling excited for that i'm glad that i'm going because yesterday i was like if i'm feeling as ropey as I have been, I was like, I am not going because it's no. like I don't want snot dripping down my gown. Do you know what you're I mean? Like, yeah, you like there, you like, you know, people are like, Ugh, who, who and, is that? Ugh. Right. Also, when you've got a cold, you get bad breath, don't you? Because you've got like mucus breath. Oh, no one wants that. So you can't win. So I'm glad that I'm feeling better, and hopefully yeah, there's no well, mucus breath in sight. Yeah. Well, you, if, if not, you have to just do it. You have to do two. You have to pretend it's like COVID again. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, let's jump into this week's stories because obviously we're both very busy. So yes. number one, Lewis. So hope we're talking actually about a story that I didn't know a lot about, and all of a sudden it kind of came to light more about the filming side of things because it seems to be there's a new documentary involved in sports every single day and there's been breaking news actually coming out of the welsh rugby camp at the moment as the six nations is going on that there were netflix cameras that were thrown out of the wales press conference on thursday so day just passed and um, as mutual contract chaos has ensued so to give a very brief sports enemies overview hope yeah, explain that <laughs> yeah again <laughs> i know it's so players have banned the filmmakers from sort of being involved in their camp and the dressing room and all that stuff until an agreement has been made with the Welsh Rugby Union. So to kind of give a very bland sports dummies overview, as we always do, um, the Welsh players have been are out of some Welsh players even sorry are out of contract at the end of the season. But because of basically budget cuts and other things, some of them may not be able to sign back with the teams, and that's four regional squads squad budgets. So that's Cardiff, Ospreys, Dragons. And the Scarlets. Are you still with me or are you confused? That's why I went nice and Ospreys slow. is a type of bird, isn't it? Ospreys is a type of bird. It's also a backpack. Uh, there you go. So a very ah, good backpack. Very good. I am one. Very good. Um, but yeah, so the Welsh players are out of contract or some Welsh players are out of contract end of the season. And that basically means that some players' careers are kind of sort of on the line. People don't know what's going to happen. Players are at jeopardy of not playing next year. And some of the players are actually really young. So it's obviously quite a difficult time for them. And there's been some talk, actually, Hope, that Wales are going to strike next weekend against England. So they're kind of saying like, look, we don't know what's going on with our careers. The last thing we need is filmmakers being in here capturing us. Exactly. You're literally spot on. So the point is they're, they're, they're protesting and arguing about the fact that why are there people in here capturing us at our lowest moment? Of course, which is completely right. It'd be different if they were on a losing streak or something else. But the fact is, it, this is deeper than that. This is about people's careers and welfare and all that sort of thing. It isn't just them being saying it's being rubbish at rugby. It actually is that there is so much more going on behind the scenes. Um, but the, the facts are really, and this is what, a, there was a statement published kind of to de- defend everything that was going on. And that said, the cold facts are that the WRU, which which is the rug, uh, the Welsh Rugby Union and clubs have been paying salaries that their businesses cannot afford. So the agreement establishes a new framework for contract negotiations. So the point is the the defendees, as in the people that are sort of making the big bosses in the Welsh rugby world, are basically saying that the fact is these players have been paid too much for too long with salaries that the clubs don't actually have. And so there needs to be a new structure in place. But equally, it's gone on for so long and there have been lots of promises that have been broken. It's worth reading into, if you can, about all the different things that they said they were going to do and they didn't deliver on. And they said they were going to do and they didn't deliver on and so actually it gets to a point where players do go on strike players do get annoyed so i can completely understand but yeah quite a difficult situation over in uh, over in wales on the flip side of it 
Um, if the documentary makers can capture the personalities and the people who are going through all this turmoil, it could lead to them getting signed with a different club. It could work in their favour. But obviously, they're not going to be open to seeing it like that. They're just kind of like, get out. Yeah, that's the thing, Hope. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the the truth about Netflix too is they have to capture what they see. And if actually this is going on, that's all that they can do, really. You know, they're capturing, they're basically making a Six Nations documentary, a bit like Drive to Survive, which we've discussed before, the Formula One show, um, which is kind of that sort of, you know, behind the scenes access to all different areas. But obviously, you can't make content if players refuse. So that's one area I'm not sure how they'll get on. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, The Welsh rugby manager has basically come out and said that he really highly doubts there will be a strike, but can understand why he's not in favour of it at all. But it wouldn't surprise me. And you can see why there's been lots of strikes recently in different sectors of the world. But I think this goes deeper as well, because the fact is they've been promised things for so long. Nothing has been delivered. People keep asking questions about when is the Welsh, you know, when is the Welsh rugby board going to do this and do that? And they always say, oh, we're looking at it, but nothing's actually physically happening. And so players get annoyed. And so you can kind of see a reaction and social media has kind of backed them. They, they, you know, I, I've seen lots of positive response for from the player's point of view, uh, which makes complete sense. Um, I think it was in episode six that you mentioned a different uh film and sport kind of collab if you like uh with the film all quiet on the western front yes i know it's not related to rugby but i watched that after your recommendation brilliant yes come on i'm so pleased (laughs) yes i'm really glad oh it's a great film it was awesome great great film absolutely and if you missed that episode of sports dummies the reason that lewis spoke about it is because the lady behind the film uh is a triathlonist triathlete triathlete Okay. The triathlonist running and swimming and cycling and triathlon. You um, sound like the uh, scientist out of Simpsons. Zoy, zoy, zoy. Oh, him, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I, I won't do an impression because I can't remember what he sounds like, but I know you're talking about. <laughs> the colours, children. Um, but yeah, hope there you go. So after that, was something we'll have to keep our eyes on the prize for. But my opinion on it, and I don't know, the way that I'm going to, if I had to make a prediction, I don't think the players will strike. I think it would be bolder of the players to come out and play and then hold up banners and strike at that point like properly against them than just completely not turn up. But equally, not turning up does make a difference. If you're not there, a bit like we had that whole discussion. Remember we spoke a lot, Hope, about um, the Qatar World Cup and saying actually should teams go out to Qatar or should they just not go at all and make a stand that way? And we actually saw lots of protests happen by people that were there and went. So my thought is if they go out and play, then great. They can protest on the field and they can make a stand. Equally, if they don't turn up, I can see it. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But the point is, their next game is against England, which is not one that you want to miss. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether they protest or whether they uh, whether they actually yeah continue to play. Mm. Well, those listening and watching, keep your eyes on the prize for that, and Lewis will update us. I'm sure. Moving on to story number two, we're actually talking about a a bit of a legend, actually, someone that hasn't been in the news for a while. Has kind of been keeping a bit of a low profile, and he's back now on the block. He's out and about, and he's ready actually for Paris 2024. Do you know what we're going to be talking about today? What sport? He's a gymnast. Oh. Is he the one who went on Strictly Come Dancing? No. He pro- they all go on Strictly. They, they, they all, if you're a gymnast, you basically are nailed on for a Strictly appearance at some <laughs> point. Um, we're talking about Max Whitlock. I think he went on Strictly. I don't know. 
Oh, I don't know either. No, no. Anyway. No. Anyway, <laughs> but the, yeah, the three-time Olympic gold medalist um, is looking to make history at the Paris 2024 Olympics. Now, it's actually been 18 months since we saw him perform for Team GB when he won gold in Tokyo. And he's actually said that he basically took a bit of a break. He actually quit. He basically unofficially, unannounced, quit um, gymnastics. I was. This is the thing because there's lots of technical terms because he does pommel horse and all those things. So I didn't want to give it away when I was saying earlier about revealing the gymnast because obviously gymnastics is a very bland like term for sort of all the different bits they take part in. I do know all about that because I used to be a gymnast. Did, did you? Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, were you any good? I was, I was actually, right. I used to do it and I was in the elite squad. So it was like competitions oh. and tumbling and stuff. Yeah. And then I quit because my friend left. And then I went to go back a couple of years later and the, the gym teacher, whose name was Jimmy, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Jimmy good. sat down with my mum at one parents evening and said, she shouldn't have quit. She's lost it now. Oh, no. So that's, there's a little lesson. Don't quit gymnastics because it's a very cool sport. Never give you, up, people. Never, never give, give up. up. Um, but no, that is so hope. Actually, do you know what? I was quite amazed. But also, we will flip that and just say, actually, guys, if it's important, if you need to take a break, take a break. Because Max actually came out and said that he officially said, I was in a rut. I've never really struggled with motivation. And then all of a sudden, I was struggling to motivate myself, motivate myself to get out of bed. I was fatigued. 24 7 and so what max has basically come out and said is that his mental health became a priority and that actually he was basically putting a strain on himself for so long and there's lots of documentation about athletes especially at that sort of olympic level that just train so hard for so long and the pressure that is put on them is just immense and so actually he basically went to do a blood test to see if his sort of you know this sort of motivation was physical rather than mental and obviously the blood test came back and it proved that it was a mental thing so he took a year off but he's actually said he's it's the best he's ever been and he's come back and said i feel like i'm a different competitor to what i was in tokyo the big difference is fear of failure is gone the pressure is not there so shout out to max because i think it's an amazing thing to take some time out really relax enjoy yourself spend time with family whatever you're doing and then get back to it because he's now training and by the sounds he's smashing it also as an athlete even if, if you, he was to ignore that mental side of things, his body would soon catch up and just fall ill in some capacity if yeah. he hadn't listened to his body and his brain. So, yeah, good on him. And it sounds like he's, it sounds like he's enjoying it more now. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and he's actually come out and said that one of the main reasons for him kind of getting back into the sport really is his daughter, Willow. So she's a four-year-old and, and she's had a massive impact on his return. So he is quite sweet, actually, because they've got quite a sweet relationship in that she's becoming a gymnast too. So she's done some gym- gymnastics. And Max basically said that although she saw him perform in Tokyo, that was, you know, she was so young and obviously she won't really remember it. So by him performing next year, he obviously thinks that she'll kind of be more involved and invested. And the next games is the LA games in 2028 and she he's basically said that he would weigh up and he wouldn't rule anything out the you know off the table in terms of being a performer then or being a gymnast then and you know letting Willow watch him then so we'll have to wait and see what happens but I just it really touched me because I think we're living in a day and age hope where the world a bit like Loyal Connor says is the world moving fast for you as well because the fact is, Ooh, everything. Lewis dropping some lyrics there. Of course. Oh, that song. I would, look, we can even clip this. Shout out to Lowell Carner. Speed of Plight. That song is insane. It's such a great song. And he says, Is the world moving fast for you as well? Is the world moving fast for you as well? Hey, yo, I can't tell if it be only me. Hey, yo, I can't tell if it be only me. Is the world moving fast for you as well? Hey, yo, I can't tell if it be only me. 
hey, yo, I can't tell if it be only me. This is the thing. It's a hope. The fact is, oh, Hope's getting, Hope's getting down. I'm getting down. With the kids. <laughs> um, oh, my days. I'm but, not yeah. that old. Freaking hell. No, no, no. no. Hope's down like. with the kids. Yeah, but like, come on, because you're, you know. Look, you're... I'm an auntie, all right? No, like, you go. see. Get what you're... you get. Yeah. But Hope, look, the fact is, you are. You're young at heart. Anyway, if anyone uh, couldn't see that, I just uh, <laughs> showed Lewis an ex- explicit side. And, <laughs> and a rude word, people. You need to take note of this and this awful behaviour. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to make the point and say actually that, a bit like Loyal Karner says, I think the fact is the world is moving so quickly and life is so fast-paced, especially in sports. And like Max was basically saying, you know, he kind of made this sort of jokey point that he doesn't feel a day over 21. <laughs> but um, but he's now, you know, he's turned 30. And so actually the, the truth is with gymnastics, often, you know, a gymnast career is so short because you start so young, you perform for a bit, and then you get to an age where actually your body, like you were saying, isn't able. And so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, by the sound, he, he's back in proper training. So he took a complete year off, not even involved in the gym at all. So it must be great for him to get back in there. And obviously, you know, different inspiration this time with Willow growing up. And now that he's taken some real time out, I'm sure he knows where his goals are at. So we'll have to wait and see how he gets on at the uh, the Paris 2024 Olympics. They soon come round, don't they, the Olympics? They do. Well, so the reason why, Herb, obviously, is because of COVID, because we had that year delay. Yeah, but, and then... but also, you're ordinarily without COVID. Like, it soon comes round again. Yeah, it's every four years. I mean, it does It does feel quick. It does come every four years. It's like the World Cup. It's the same thing. It seems to be that before you blink, it's the next World Cup and you've grown up another, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love the World Cup. I love the World Cup too. I was going to say when 2018, see, that's the thing. I, I can recall the 2018 World Cup in Russia. And I remember sitting in my like room watching it. And you think that was four, how, like how in four years has that happened? It is, it's bonkers, isn't it? It is mad. So the World Cup before this one that we just had, was that the 2018 one? Yes. Working in um, a club in Shoreditch. Really? Yeah. And we used to have it on the telly. There you go. See, that's the thing, Hope. And like, it's how it's how life changes. It is mad. It's absolutely mad. And the way that things like just the world develops. You think four years, you know, you look back four years ago and you think just how quickly time has gone. It's, 2018 it's sounds so long ago. It does. We're in 2023. That's, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird. Just weird. Well, on that so note, moving on to story number three. Yes. Hope, we're actually wrapping it up today with a very sweet story, one that really touched my heart and I think will touch all listeners as well. And we're talking about a Turkish football team called Trabzonspor. Now, they were playing well last night. for pronouncing that, by the way. Thanks, so I have to do some... Well, the thing is, actually, it's kind of phonetic because the name is literally Trabzonspor. But then, you know, when you put... The thing I find more complicated, don't matter you, this is what I have to do with some names and stuff. I'm so bad at names. This is well, I hope it's hard. The way that I do it is I break it up. So the, the club is Trabs on Spore. Now reading that, you're like, um, but actually, when you break it up phonetically, it's Trabs on Spore. And so it's just it just flows naturally. So there you go. That's how I did mine. This is when we've had a whole conversation about how well you've done it. And then we get a message saying it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if it is wrong, I do apologise. Uh, but yeah, Trabs on Spore. Uh, their, uh, their supporters actually unveiled an emotional TIFO. So one of the big banners that they often have at the football games um, in support of the emergency service workers before their game against Basel in the Europa Conference League at home in Turkey. And that, of course, was following the terrible earthquake that happened in Syria and Turkey that's taken the lives of so many tragically. Um, all proceeds from the game have actually gone and been donated to the victims I hope it really touched my heart and I think 
you know, it was really emotional. You could kind of even just listening to the noise inside the stadium. It was just, it was just so moving. So there's this huge Tifa, this banner they've got, and it was a picture of a worker with like one of the sort of the minor hats on, holding a baby. And there was also a small dog at the front, and it was a Mexican rescue dog called Proteo, uh, who sadly uh, tragically died performing its duties in Turkey. And there was um, like a pile of rubble and a hand, and we'll include a photo for those watching on YouTube so you can see. But there was a hand coming through the rubble holding the Turkish flag. And it was just amazing. And then Basel fans responded, holding up a banner at the same time, uh, saying, our thoughts are with you. And really, oh. it, yeah, really incredibly, Trabs on Spore won one nil, And they all stood together, actually, once they scored, just by sort of the manager's touchline, all holding a, the Turkey um, shirt. So they all stood in like a little circle, holding a Turkey shirt. And and it was just really beautiful, just a really moving game because the Turkish league has been suspended since, of course, the earthquakes happened. But European games have continued, so this has been one of the ga- obviously one of the first games since the earthquake, and it's just been, yeah, it was just so moving, so so moving, and amazing as well, really, that the Turkish team won. It's an example of I was speaking to my dad last night because um, Barcelona was playing Man City, Man, Man, Man United. U. Yeah, I said to dad, I went, "It's incredible how sport can unite people, like." these people are from different countries but they know the rules of the game and they can play it and it's like there's a there's a joint understanding and he said that's true hope but it can also divide people but this example the the story you've just told us shows that it can 100% unite and actually it sounds as though the football game was kind of second to the actual coming together and the celebrating or thanking but also thinking of those that have been in this tragic incident so yeah yeah it's it is touching it's interesting you say that because actually the manager of Trab Trabs on Spore, Abdullah, I believe it's Avci or Avci, apologies in which way, it's A-V-C-I, so Avci or Avci, um, said, football has the power to heal and unite. I'm so glad that we played this game tonight. All the Turkish clubs supported us today and everyone in the country showed their support. It's emotional. And I think that's the truth. Though. The one word is emotional. And so this is the sort of story where it makes you realise that football does have the power to unite. And that's what people like Bob Marley often spoke about, that football is a, is a language in itself. And the fact is, you can come from anywhere around the world and you will know the rules of the game. It doesn't matter what your league looks like. It doesn't matter how your league's set up and whether it's a franchise like the MLS, whether it's a there's relegation and promotion like the English Football League. It doesn't matter whether um, your league is streamed all around the world or it's just a small niche league in your own country. Football is a beautiful sport. And that's one of the unique things about football is that actually there aren't many sports that you will find that can unite so many people around the world, um, which is amazing. And for every one person who doesn't understand the offside rule, there are five that do. <laughs> exactly that. So I want to give a massive shout out to Trabs on Sport. We really, really hope they win next week their second leg in Basel. So they're going, they're going to go into the leg one nil up. Hopefully they go and absolutely smash it. Um, and then they'll continue on in the competition and just raise some more money because it's such a great cause. And it, I think it's just fantastic that this TIFO was held. And I'm sure that Basel will um, probably do something at their place as well, just like they did last night, actually. So a really, really great result for them. Um, and of course, please make sure to donate, if you can, to any of the different proceeds online. Just type in, um, you know, either Syria... We'll, we'll or put Turkey a link in the bio. There you go. Bit me too. We'll put a link in the bio. Um, but yes, there you go. Hope that was story number three for the listeners. Well, a super speedy episode this week, which makes a change because recently they've been going on for an hour or so. Um, but we've got things to do today, Lewis, haven't we? So we've, we've rocketed through it, but we hope that everyone listening and watching has enjoyed. 
Exactly. We hope that you've been enlightened, that you've enjoyed the three different stories. Let us know anything we missed, anything in the world of sport that is going on that we need to keep tabs on. Um, and next week, of course, or whenever we release, it's going to be the last episode of Series 4, which is our 50th episode, everybody. That is the big one. So we're going to be rewinding, looking back at some funny moments. We'll be looking back at all the different notes. And we can work it out in that time, but we'll, we'll do it. It'll be a bit of a surprise episode. You have to wait and see. Yeah, because, let's yeah. do something special. We'll, we'll do something special for sure. It'll be really, that'll be really fun. All right. Well, everyone, thank you very much for listening and watching. And Lewis, as always, love you. Love you too. Hope. All the best, people. We'll see you in a bit. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.